This is your itinerary for travel and photography with your host, Rob Knight. On your itinerary this week, it's a look inside my camera bags to find out how I packed for two weeks of shooting in Costa Rica. Hey guys, it's Rob Knight and welcome to this video edition of Your Itinerary. Uh, if you're listening in your car or you can't see a screen somewhere, be sure to log on to thisweekendphoto.com when you get a second and check out the video for this week's episode. Now last week I talked to three attendees from my recent Costa Rica photo workshop and talked to them about some of their favorite places and, and mostly about their gear, about what sort of gear that they had with them that they used a lot and what kind of things that maybe they could have left at home and that sort of thing. And, uh, and I gave a few ideas from my own bag. So I thought it might be good to go through my bags and let you know exactly what I packed and what I used and how. And um, I used some new equipment this year. I used some new cases this year. So um, I, again, I'm going to try to describe it as well as I can. But, but this is basically uh, what's in my bag for two weeks in Costa Rica. Starting with the bags themselves, I've got these two new bags that I've been using from Tenba. Now this is the, uh, the Shootout 24L, and uh, I've got a video review of this on my YouTube page if you want to check that out. And I've been using this bag for a few months and I really like it. Now when I'm leading a workshop, I basically take a lot of extra stuff. Okay, um, I take uh, I need this bag because I need my computer, I need my laptop, and that kind of stuff um, because I'm teaching and I'm doing demos out of it and that kind of stuff. If I were just going to Costa Rica by myself or with my family just to shoot for a couple of weeks, I probably wouldn't bring a bag this big. And I would bring something like this, and this is the newest bag that I have. It's the uh, Tenba Shootout 14L. It's actually the GoPro bag. Okay, so. I didn't put a GoPro in it, obviously, and there's a reason why it's set up specifically for the GoPro. Um, it's got these little pouches. Instead of having uh, regular dividers, it has these little zipper pouches, almost like uh, like packing cubes, if you're familiar with that. Um, a company called Eagle Creek and um, bag, ebags.com and that kind of stuff. They have these cubes that you can put your clothes in to pack in your suitcase. And this reminds me a lot of that. It's basically uh, little soft-sided bags that have a little divider in them and uh, a clear window so you can see what's in the bag. This one in particular actually holds two Lumix speed lights, which is kind of handy. Uh, and that was one of the surprises for me from this bag was how much of these little bags fit my equipment that I wanted to bring already. The bigger one is a little bit padded, and I guess this is the one that you're supposed to put your GoPro bodies in. Well, it fits the, uh, the Lumix Leica 42.5mm f1.2 lens and another lens or two. If you can, um, you, uh, on the video, you can see I've got two lenses in here now, and there's a little space at the top where I can actually fit the Lumix 20mm pancake lens as well. So this is actually a little box that could hold three lenses. And... Um, I've got, like I said, two speed lights in one. One of them has my uh, wireless lavalier mic and another one has my uh, battery chargers. So I actually packed this bag and put this bag inside of a carry-on bag, of a rollerboard uh, size carry-on bag, because I've got a whole nother box of things when I go to Costa Rica to teach that I've got with loaner gear. I have uh, loaner lenses and loaner speed lights and, and all sorts of different gear that I don't necessarily need to carry with me when I shoot. So. That's another thing I like about this 14L bag. The bag itself actually fits in a rollerboard. So if you were going away for, say, uh, a long weekend of shooting, I could probably fit this bag packed with my camera gear and my clothes in one rollerboard-sized bag and just have one bag and not have to sweat carrying a camera bag and a bag with my clothes. 
Um, now I was on a two week trip, so that wasn't the case in this, in this particular trip, but, um, this little bag turned out to be really nice and the flexibility of having those little pockets in it, um, the little removable, uh, pouches, uh, ended up being really great. When I didn't need my battery chargers, for example, I just took that pouch out and left it in the room. When I didn't need my wireless lavalier mic, I just took that pouch out and left it in the room. And in its place, I could put my rain jacket or I could put my, uh, I used the, uh, the Lumix FZ1000 bridge camera. So it's kind of all in one camera. So I could throw that in here um, and a raincoat and basically treat this like a regular backpack. It wasn't necessarily a photo backpack that's divided in a specific way to hold specific equipment. It was uh, that flexibility ended up being really nice. Um, another thing I like about this 14L bag, it has these uh, stretchy pockets on the side and I guess they're designed to hold, um, you could strap a monopod on the side or you can put a water bottle in there, but they're a little bit deeper than they are on the bigger Tenba bags. And I found that they were exactly the same depth as a speed light. So I could throw a flash in there and tighten it down with this little cinch strap and not worry about the flash popping out and falling while I was carrying it around. Uh, I thought that was really nice. Now on the front of the bag it has these uh, the same little zipper um, side pouches that the bigger Tenba bags have and I find these great to hold flashlights, um, memory card wallets which this actually comes with and uh, and batteries and that kind of thing. So these are great on the outside and then in the bigger pocket that runs basically the length of the front flap, I've got uh, another new piece that I took with me, and this is from Mindshift Gear. This is uh, a little collapsible thing. For those of you on the audio, this thing's about the size of my hand. Uh, it folds into this little nylon pouch. And all this does is unfold and has a belt in here and a waterproof pouch to put your camera. So when this thing, when this smaller bag is packed, it's got lenses and flash and maybe a jacket and things like that. There's not necessarily a place for my camera in this bag. So if I get caught in the rain, I don't have anywhere I can stash my camera and keep it out of the, out of the rain. So I brought this so that if I did get caught in the rain, which I did, all I did was open this thing up and I've got my camera out of the way and nice and dry. And this thing worked beautifully and it was surprisingly easy to fold back into this tiny little package. So that's from uh, Mindshift Gear. And uh, this is the ultralight camera cover. And uh, this is the size 10. And this actually fits the, uh, the Lumix GH4 with um, any lens that I had. I didn't try it with the 100 to 300 millimeter, which is a little bit bigger, but I used it with the 12 to 35 millimeter 2.8 and the 35 to 100 2.8. So, uh, if you have a smaller DSLR with the kit lens kind of thing, that would work. It's not going to fit your, you know, D4 with the 70 to 200 28 on it, but um, they have different sizes for different types of cameras. Now, moving on to the bigger bag, this is the bag that um, was sort of my workhorse. Uh, this is what I carried most of my equipment in to Costa Rica, even though I shot using the 14L most of the time, uh, I used the 24L to sort of lug all my stuff with me. I mentioned earlier, it has the pocket for the 15 inch laptop. So I put my MacBook Pro in there. Uh, there's one uh, interesting thing on this side pocket. I find a lot of things fit in here, but it looks like it is specifically designed for this Fujifilm Instax printer. I mean, this sucker fits in here absolutely perfectly. And in fact, if you're printing from it, then all you have to do is open the top flap and turn it on and the prints come out the top and everything. You don't have to take it out. That's pretty cool. Um, I will mention that that Fuji Instax printer, uh, it prints from your smartphone. Uh, 
which is really cool. It makes its own Wi-Fi, kind of like the Wi-Fi connection from your camera to the phone. Um, I thought I was going to take it to Costa Rica and I would be shooting. I can shoot with my Wi-Fi enabled camera. I can move the pictures to my phone and then I can make prints. I didn't make one single print while I was in Costa Rica. This, um, just the extra couple of steps basically didn't fit into my workflow. I think it's a cool idea. Um, I think maybe carrying the Instax camera and, and being able to just shoot and make prints. I don't know if I do that anymore because the camera is so much bigger and bulkier, but, um, it's a cool idea. I, I use the, uh, the Instax printer for mostly for my kids. Um, when I'm out and, uh, if we're on long road trips and my son does something really fun and cool, then I'll take pictures and make prints for him so he can sort of look at him while we're in the car. It keeps him busy. Um, it's also nice to have prints. But anyway, that's another story. Um, I didn't use it at all in Costa Rica. I'm probably not going to take it again next year. So I've mentioned before that the, uh, the 24L has this side access pocket so that you can open it and get your camera out while you're wearing the bag. You don't have to take the whole backpack off uh, to shoot out of it. So I've uh, changed this functionality a little bit. And on the video, you'll be able to see that instead of having a camera in there, I have spots for three lenses. And uh, for me, that's a lot more convenient because uh, it's a lot more often than I need a lens fast than I need a camera fast. I'm going to take my camera out and my camera is going to be in my hand if I'm shooting. I'm not going to put my camera away and then have to pull it out fast. If I need the camera, I'm going to have it in my hand already. Um, so what I've done, uh, opening the bag, is get the Tenba BYOB uh, size 9. This is the bring your own bag. And this has a little zipper flap that closes over it. And uh, basically what it is, is is an insert that you can put in any bag that has two dividers. It comes with two dividers. You could put as many as you want, I suppose. Um, I've got it set up so that it holds three lenses. actually has three slots. This one is divided into two. So I've actually got four lenses. I have the Lumix 35 to 100 millimeter, the uh, Lumix 7 to 14 millimeter. And then in this pocket, I have my fisheye lens and the uh, Leica 15 millimeter f1.7 lens. So these lenses are in here and I've got this sitting sideways and I have the bag arranged so that instead of having the camera here, I've got these, this uh, lens pouch. So I can open up the side of the bag, pull out any of these three or four lenses and, uh, and, and get to them. The other cool thing about the BYOB9 is it fits perfectly inside the smaller bag, the uh, GoPro bag. So all I have to do is take this little, the BYOB pouch out with my lenses already in it, slide it into the 14L and I've now I've changed over to a different bag without having to unpack it and uh, without really doing anything except moving one case. That came, that came in super, super handy because this is the way I would transport it in the bigger bag. Um, and then when I'm out shooting, I just simply take my lenses and put them in the smaller bag, throw my jacket in the top and I'm cooking, right? So I've got the BYOB in there and it's got, uh, it leaves space above it for a flash and uh, I've got my Zoom H5 recorder fits in there as well. So again, this is not really a great way to shoot out of there, but as far as transporting them, it works beautifully. Uh, and I've got room in here for my GH4 with the lens on it. My uh, infrared converted GX7 fits right there. And my Lumix 100 to 300 millimeter lens and a 45 millimeter Leica macro. And then the rest of the space is basically Flash accessories, I've got film for my Instax printer that I didn't use, so I've still got plenty of film in here. Um, 
And that worked beautifully. Between these two bags, I basically had everything I needed to shoot. And um, it was pretty rare when we were out in the field shooting or I was leading exercises that I would use this big 24L bag. I would basically take what I needed out of here, put it in the 14L, and shoot out of the smaller bag. So when we're traveling from place to place, then uh, it was surprisingly comfortable to carry the 14L bag on my front and then the 24L bag on my back. So uh, the balance was really good with the smaller bag on the front and, and it, um, the, uh, the straps on these Tenba bags are self-adjusting, as they say. And so that made it really comfortable to wear. In fact, one of the attendees asked me if this bag, if the 14L bag was designed to be worn on the front because it looked like it sort of fit there. So the other thing that I want to mention about the 24L bag, um, and I think I showed this in my review of the 24L, are these gridded organizers. Okay, um, This thing has, uh, it's basically a board with a series of straps with silicone threads woven into them. So what, you, what it means is uh, a totally modular way that you can store cables. I've got hard drives on here, um, chargers, cables for uh, charging my phone, for charging my iPad, for connecting my computer to a projector, all sorts of things. And they come in different sizes. This particular one is the, uh, let's see, I, I don't see the size on it, but um, this one fits exactly in the front pocket of the 24L. So again, when I'm traveling, I just slide this in here, and now I've got everything packed. I've got my hard drive, my charger, everything that goes with my computer. So when we get to the location, to the hotel, then I unzip that sucker and take it out, and I've got all my chargers and cables, and I can throw them in the drawer in the hotel, and I don't have to unpack all those things separately and try to keep up with them separately. These gridded organizers are the jam. I love them. I've got them for different sizes that fit in all my different bags. I've got one that fits inside the 14L bag and, uh, and all kinds of different stuff. So with these two bags, and again, I mentioned the uh, rollerboard bag that had the 14L bag in it. Um, it also had the insert from another backpack in it with, again, loaner lenses and, uh, and that kind of thing. In addition to that, I take a, a great big, it's an REI brand rolling duffel. And the reason I use the REI brand is that basically it's cheap. I think it was 200 bucks. It's 32 inches and it'll hold anything, including my big uh, slider. I have the, the uh, Shark S1 slider and it comes in a 31 inch case. And that 31 inch case fits right in the bottom of the uh, rolling duffel bag. I put my tripod in there. I put basically anything I can live without um, in there and uh, just check it and hope for the best. All of my battery chargers, uh, anything that has to do with my camera equipment and me using my cameras goes with me. It, it goes um, in the overhead bin, it goes under the seat, no question at all. You don't wanna put your battery chargers in your, your checked luggage because what if they lose your luggage? Then you've got whatever battery you've got and that's it. Um, you certainly don't wanna put lenses, camera bodies, things like that. Um, your flash, your extra batteries, especially nowadays with rechargeable batteries. And, and if you've read anything or seen anything about different rechargeable batteries, I would say play it safe and bring them with you. Put them in the, in the pressurized cabin with you because certain rechargeable batteries will catch fire if you put them in the cargo hold. I also wanted to mention a couple of things that um, I tend to take with me every time I go to Costa Rica that maybe not um, 
everybody would think about. And one of them are these little guys. These are called the Frio, F-R-I-O, cold shoe. And basically all it is is a plastic uh, shoe that you put your flash into, but they're self-locking and, uh, and they're threaded on the bottom. So I don't bother to take light stands and things like that. I have a little clamp that I'm actually using for a microphone right now. But um, you can thread these onto your tripod quick release and suddenly your tripod is a light stand. You can thread them onto, like I said, a little mini clamp or something like that. And then you can put a flash wherever you want. So for something like wildlife, uh, I use these for uh, shooting hummingbirds. We set up three or four lights really on one tripod. We had three lights and, uh, and you've got a three light set up and these things are really lightweight and they're plastic so they don't short out your flash or you don't have to worry about them. So they're really great. Another thing related to light is this uh, LumaQuest Softbox 3. And uh, you know, if you're familiar with David Hobby over at strobus.com, he loves these things. Uh, this is the smaller one and I've had this for a long time. This, it, it seems, I don't wanna say it seems flimsy, but you wouldn't be surprised if this little plastic thing sort of tore up, but I must've had this one for five years. Uh, it's a small soft box. This one, I guess is, I don't know, eight or nine or 10 inches square. It folds up, it fits just about anywhere, but you put it on your flash and it really does a lot towards uh, making it good light. Instead of this little tiny light source, you have a big, um, relatively big soft box. When you're shooting something like tree frogs in Costa Rica, uh, a little soft box like this can make a huge difference uh, because this is a really big light source compared to a tree frog. Another piece of photo gear that I would recommend is a waterproof camera. This one is the, uh, the Lumix TS5, uh, which works beautifully. Uh, I've had this one banging around in my pocket for, um, gosh, since it came out. This replaced my TS2 or my TS3 that is now officially my son's camera because uh, it's waterproof, shockproof, droolproof, whatever. Uh, this is great. If you're traveling with your kids, then uh, I would definitely recommend one of these. But if you go to the coast or that kind of thing, you can throw this in your swim trunks and not have to worry about it. And you've always got your camera with you um, because uh, you know when you're traveling overseas, you don't necessarily have your your phone on you, and, and you're used to having that phone. Well, I'm going to have my phone in my pocket anyway, right? So, you know, you've always got your camera with you. Well, this in this case, you can always have your camera with you. You don't have to worry about getting caught in a rainstorm or again swimming or whatever that you might do on vacation. And the last thing I want to mention is, is uh, another piece of equipment that I've been meaning to buy for a couple of years now. I, I've been traveling uh, and doing these workshops in Costa Rica for about six years. And uh, I always think, man, wouldn't it be great if I had a phone while I was here? Because I don't bother to turn on my, my phone internationally and pay the ridiculous prices you know, per minute for that kind of thing. So um, I bought an unlocked GSM phone. I got this one on Amazon and for $20 at the airport, I bought a SIM card and I had a Costa Rica phone number while I was there. And I highly recommend that. You can get unlocked phones for $20, $25. I, I paid a little bit more and got this one, which is waterproof again. So I didn't have to worry about, oh, am I gonna get caught in the rain and ruin my phone? That would kind of defeat the purpose. So. Um, to have a phone with you and be able to call the hotel and get directions, to be able to call the rental car company and get directions or call the rental car company if something, God forbid, goes wrong. Um, or just to meet people in Costa Rica. You know, if you're traveling and you're not on a guided workshop or a tour, then by all means, it's nice to be able to say, oh, here's my phone number and hook up with people that you meet while you're there. Maybe, you know, end up making friends and, and travel companions that way. 
So that's going to do it for this week's edition of Your Itinerary. And we'll see you next time for more news and information about travel and photography. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please email me at rob at robnightphotography.com. And be sure to check us out at thisweekinphoto.com. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Your Itinerary with Rob Knight. Head over to thisweekinphoto.com to check out the other TWIP shows and get on our mailing list. Become a TWIP member to get exclusive benefits and member pricing on TWIP products and workshops. Start planning your next adventure, and we'll see you next week on Your Itinerary for travel and photography.